Hi everyone, welcome to episode two of the University of Greenwich Sustainability Podcast. If this is your first time listening, this is a podcast to discuss sustainability at the University of Greenwich and our wider lives. Hopefully with these short podcasts, we can provide a good starting point for you guys to delve into sustainability topics and hopefully engage with the wider sustainability team or eco team projects. My name is Ryan Wallace. I'm a volunteer really interested in sustainability and I reached out to the sustainability team at Greenwich to see what I could do and help come up with this idea for a podcast. So that's my introductions. David, would you like to give yourself a quick introduction? Hi, yeah, I'm David Jackson. I'm the sustainability projects officer for the university. Um, I've been here for about six months now. I joined in November 2019. Um, I've got experience before that I worked in the NHS for just over two and a half years uh, before that uh, wildlife charity and before that I was studying environmental sciences at university. And Neil would you like to give yourself an introduction? Yep hi everyone my name is Neil I'm a second year law student I work with the University of Greenwich as the Sustainability Projects Assistant. So I work with David in the Sustainability Development Unit, and I'm also the GSU Officer for the year 2020 to 2021. Great. So um, as with each episode, we'll have a fun environmental fact. So the fact for this episode is a glass bottle made in our time will take more than 4,000 years to decompose. Just something to think about. The topic for today's episode is studying and working from home. So we're lucky here, we've got a member of staff and a student that can give sort of both sides of the difficulties with working from home. In line with the social distancing guidelines, as this podcast is being recorded um, mid-April, so many of us are working from home now. Some have found this a refreshing change, whilst others have encountered challenges by not being able to see their colleagues and course mates daily. Many of us are somewhere in between. David, what have been some of the biggest challenges you have encountered while working from home? Yeah, so I think the major challenges were initially sort of getting into a routine and ensuring that as a member of staff, we were still connected with our colleagues and the students that we were um, supporting as well. It was, yeah, it, it was pretty difficult at the start because, you know, you sort of find yourself at home, you potentially get a little bit distracted by you know sort of things at home so you've got to make sure that there's no other screens that are turned on that you sort of put yourself in an isolated room that you're not going to be distracted by anything and yeah for those sort of first or few days or week the, the biggest challenges for me at least was setting up sort of that routine and making sure that the communication I was giving and also getting was as it was like if you were sort of speaking to them face to face. And from a student perspective, Neil, what have been some of your challenges? Yeah, there, there, there have been quite a lot. I think the first one would be routine. You know, as a, as a student, or just as a young person just being at home, uh, we tend to like stay up quite late into the night and it sometimes can get to the extreme where your night is day and your day is night. So, you know, finding myself going to bed at 6 a.m. and completely losing you know, my, my sleep, my sleep schedule has been, has been pretty difficult. So having to like fix that back again has, has also been a challenge. I think using the eBooks has been another challenge uh, because some of us like, like using our paper and like that feel of the physical, the words in the paper and so forth. So um, having to transition from that into eBooks and like finding the materials that you need online has been difficult. But uh, thankfully, a lot of the publishers have made a lot of their books available for a short period of time. So I know Cambridge University Press has done it. So 
that's been pretty helpful but uh, again it's still just difficult to use an ebook online compared to like having the, the physical text in front of you yeah I definitely relate sleep schedule and everything like that <laughs> well there you go yeah it happens i think just finding the discipline as well to like counteract your procrastination because you're at home this is where you like your, this is your natural procrastination space so you know you definitely will probably be looking at videos and instagram looking at cute cat vids and stuff like that it's finding the willpower to put that aside has been really hard i know i know it will be for a lot of students as well and finding the right environment to work in lastly just make sure that you have a space for yourself where that is your work zone and you know you're going to be disturbed by things you're going to be disturbed by well-intentioned family members maybe or just friends you know who want to have a quick chat but you know you want to have a space that like this is work great so yeah neil you mentioned sort of having a designated work zone. Is there some of other methods you've used to counteract some of these challenges? Have you got a sort of technique or? Yeah, well, no, no set technique. But what I have tried is just sort of like uh, keeping my desk space clear and clean and just having that be my workstation. So I know when I'm there, I just try to do work. Also, just sort of taking it as seriously as you would if you were actually at work or school. So if I'm going to be doing a particular, covering a particular subject or topic area, and I know that in if things were normal i would have spent two hours in this in a lecture i'll try to do that as well like at home i'll try to do one hour of work take a 10 minute break and then do the next hour just like i would in a normal day and that sort of helped me although they have there have been challenges and it, it doesn't work every time but you just want to keep that mentality that okay or just keep trying to be serious about it at least for me it's been putting alarms throughout the, throughout the day that sort of remind me okay you're supposed to be doing this at this time instead of uh so like if i'm going to be on instagram i'm going to be lost in it i'm going to get an alarm that says hey you're supposed to be studying eu law now and that's been pretty helpful mm. and same question to you david you yeah have- i think i think neil said some very good points and especially about sort of clearing the you sort of your desk space although it's a good thing you can't see my desk space now because it's been a bit cluttered um but but yeah and it was following our own advice on that so in the first few days we were you know sort of putting out sort of support messages um, for staff and students on social media and we were putting one about sort of clearing your desk space and then I looked at mine around me and I was like oh dear this is awful I have to sort it out myself and I and I did do that and it was much better and, and it does actually help productivity as well if you've got you know sort of a clean environment as you would do sort of at work or if you're learning then that does sort of push you to to stay in that routine and it was also sort of as Neil mentioned maybe I should try the alarms in a routine but it's making sure you get away from the screen as well so there was a period early on where I didn't go outside for four days just because I was sort of working a lot of the time and then I was like oh well just you know stay on my computer and, and use that as my spare time so I didn't go out for four days and then I was like no I need to make sure I go outside and then when I did the, the benefit of the fresh air and nature and you know hearing all the wildlife and the birdsong and stuff actually I was like wow this is amazing this is just what I needed I shouldn't have waited four days to do this I should do mm-hmm. this every day and since then I've you know tried to keep that up as much as possible anyway great in normal life um, I know my job I can just easily turn around and ask a colleague or um, Neil to you I could when I was a student I could just turn around and um ask a course mate a quick question how have you been keeping in contact with your colleagues and course mates when you can't just pop over and ask them a question in person yeah you're right Ryan it's it's, it's quite the challenge I think um in in person you they're like different types of friends you have the ones that are just your course mates like these are your academic friends you talk to them about things on your course only but they're not so involved in your personal lives 
and then you have your personal friends which you might have on your course as well and those are the ones that you probably will stay in touch with a lot over the over the course of the lockdown but getting in touch with those friends who are like on your about your course it's, it's been really difficult because you know some of them you might not have their contacts for you just see them when you go to a lecture or a seminar or just when you when you're spending time between classes in the library together and you know talking to those lots of people have been quite difficult for me it's been difficult to do work online with them but uh, you know you try your best you leave whatever questions you can online yeah if, if they reply they reply and uh, that that's been the, the extent of it really but um uh, also it's also been like helpful to sort of learn how to figure things out on your own as well just to be a bit more independent in terms of in terms of your study because it's you know not everyone has the time or space to you know be as uh, interactive with you because everyone's got their own like concerns at the moment and understandably really yeah and david as a member of staff how has that been a challenge to you yeah likewise it's you know sort of making sure that you do as a member of staff keep to meetings you know it's, it's not a question of well you think they're at home so they're not working everyone is still working so sort of keeping that contact making sure you are keeping at those timings utilizing you know sort of if it's microsoft teams or if it's sort of skype business or friends or things like house party just to make sure you've got that contact and even though we can't see them you sort of face to face or, or physically actually being able to see someone even if it's virtually is quite a nice thing anyway so you're not just you know sort of picking up a phone or, or calling them in these times virtually seeing someone still has that benefit of you know you can gauge how they're doing you know sort of speak to about work but also potentially a little bit of personal life as well just to sort of see how they are it's sort of been challenging but there has been positives out of it as well yeah I think I agree in the sense of yeah there have been some positives that leads on quite well to my next question yeah what are some of the other positives you found when working from home so yeah I mean potentially for for me one of the major positives um, if you can sort of call it that is so I I live in Chelmsford so normally it takes me about an hour and a half sort of each way to well depending on which campus it is it's sort of an hour to Greenwich on a train and then the tube and then sort of the inter-campus bus between sort of Avery Hill and, and Medway so it could be sort of an hour potentially up to two hours each way every day now it's you know a couple of steps 10 steps from from my bedroom to, to my desk area and so that has been a positive so that means I'm ready you know sort of as soon as it clocks on to, to my time I'm supposed to be working I am there I'm not you know sort of still walking or th- there's no delays so that has been a, a positive uh one of the other ones is kind of a minor one is as I mean probably with a student as well and in sort of personal life but as a staff member because you we've got in the sustainability team a lot of projects it means that some of the smaller tasks get pushed down the list so kind of reorganizing folders making sure you know everything is little things like that and actually being able to get a handle of that has been quite important because now we've got a handle on those small things it's actually led us into some of the bigger project changes as well and that's yeah that's kind of the, the positive that i've seen from it from a work perspective great thanks david um, and the same to you, Neil. Have you found any sort of positives out of this situation when working from home? Yeah, I think that one of the positives is the same as it would be for any online course, which is being able to work at your own pace. So on your regular timetable, you have a fixed time, 9 a.m. on a Monday, that you'd have to get up probably pretty drowsy to get to that 9 a.m. lecture. But 
being at home now, you can do that 9 a.m. lecture at 1 p.m., which is so much easier for a lot of people. So getting to do those, getting to work when you probably feel best to work has been a really big positive because I feel you can be a bit, you can be a bit, a bit more productive when you're more awake than uh, you would be sleeping in the 9 a.m. So, um, yeah, that, that's been a big positive from uh, academic work at home. Great. So, David, you mentioned specific projects have sort of been pushed forward due to being able to prioritise smaller tasks. Could you give any more specifics about your job that have been made more difficult or that have changed since you've been working from home as a sustainability officer? Yeah, so sort of one of the main projects that we've been working on recently is that of sort of biodiversity. So we've we launched our new ecosystem services policy um, in January of this year, which is all about not just the biodiversity and increasing sort of wildlife and species richness, but also the therapeutic benefits and what we can gain as a whole, as a as an individual and as a society from green space. Um, that has we're still able to progress that in sort of some areas but in terms of say avery hill and the community edible garden that we have that has proven more difficult because normally we would be out there we would be physically working on the area would be sort of bringing in volunteers to show them that space and we have been able to do that virtually so we've been able to hopefully establish a, a partnership for when the lockdown ends to get some support for that area but it is difficult because we're not physically there so we can't physically see what's going on with it and likewise with some other projects so sort of furniture reuse and looking at sort of storage areas we did a big bit of work on enabling sort of staff to know about the benefits of reusing items how to move them relocate them across campuses that has now obviously ceased for the time being and when the lockdown ends and that's all everybody goes back at university we'll have to kind of revisit that and make sure everyone is still is aware of the correct procedures so we can do some sort of good progress with projects but not being able to be physically there has hindered some of the sort of major progress on some as well. Of course and um, Neil as working in part of the SU have you found any sort of changes to your job that have been affected by the um working from home situation yeah i'm not quite sure yet what that's going to look like i started with the su in the middle of june but um there, there's some obviously some concerns right off the bat whether or not we're still going to be in lockdown then and you know we do have a lot of events that come come up early in the academic year such as like freshers week for instance that we have to plan over the summer so there's just a lot of concerns around how how that's going to work out there are a number of training days i have a training day coming up in a week or so i'm not too sure you know what that's going to look like so that's been severely disrupted but um i'm pretty sure that we're gonna figure it out do as much as we can online and uh yeah that's from from the su side of things great so just as my final question what piece of advice just one piece of advice would you give to students or staff members struggling with this change right so i think um the students should remind themselves that it's not summer quite yet. Um, we still have exams coming up and our final coursework to finish. Um, I would rec- recommend people sort of separating themselves or from um, their phones for a little bit while they're doing their academics. Make sure they have a set amount of time to dedicate to their studies. I think also making sure that you, you know, check your Moodle notifications and ensure that you stay engaged with your course as much as possible. Uh, that, that's really, really important. Yeah. And same question to you, David. Yeah, likewise, I think, um, you know, sort of for, for staff, it's being aware that, you know, 
for staff members where or sort of all working remotely we are still there doing our work we you know we can still support each other in various different projects and we can still communicate and there are obviously new ways to communicate so it's utilizing those methods um you know university life as a whole is still occurring even though it's in a slightly different way than was a few months ago um with that sort of students and and staff um so yeah it's just sort of remembering that you know we are still university as a whole and we are still sort of trying to support everyone as we can fantastic so um i don't have any other questions for today uh, again thank you neil and thank you david for joining me on this podcast episode and if as the listener you want to find out any more about the university of greenwich sustainability the website is www.gre.ac.uk forward slash sustain where there'll be upcoming initiatives that um, you guys can get involved in thanks guys um hopefully speak to you soon